we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? Yes, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's middle of the week. Good morning to you. Good morning. How y'all feel out there, man? I am blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening? Yes, I'm... I want to practice uh, four-day work weeks this week. I told y'all, four-day work week. I'm not mad at that. You need the you need the either the Monday off or the Friday off. I'm trying to tell you. Ta- uh, shout to all the dance dads out there, dance dads. If your your daughter uh, is in competition dance and you have to go to all the events, all the practices, all the private practices to get everything right, and you know that your daughter's routine or your son's routine, whatever it may be. Good morning to you, dads out there. That's right. Good morning to all the cheer dads out there as well, man. You know, it's cheer, Dad. It's cheer, it's cheer season. Yeah. We're getting towards the end, though, guys. <laughs> getting towards the end. We're almost we, there. We can see the finish line. Oh, you know, the, kid, the teams are getting their bids in. 
Okay, we know where we're going to be in April. It's almost over, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yesterday I realized that I'm getting up there in age. Oh, you just realizing that? Yeah. Or the dying of the beard uh, didn't nah. didn't didn't uh, signal anything for you? No, no, oh, okay. no. You know, yesterday, you know, it was a beautiful day here in, in the tri-state area in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Hopefully it was beautiful by you. So, you know, when I got home, you know, the basketball was out. So, you know, I started shooting some hoops and Logan came down and said, let's play a one-on-one. Big I said, Logan, the man of the house. I said, bet, let's play a one-on-one. And, you know, um, the game was only seven. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did the old man back him down. That's when I realized, you know, you start backing him down. But then I realized that what my dad used to do it to me was, you know, my dad was huge. He was big. My dad's six foot, what, six foot four? But Logan works out. So backing him down wasn't as easy. You say, you say you're not as strong as your son, bro. I ain't going to say that. You're not as strong as your son. I'm not going to say that. Logan is the man of the house. I'm and not going to say and that. And as soon as Logan stops showing you mercy and decides to put you in a chokehold, <laughs> you're going to go be you gonna be doing what he tell you to do. So he beat me yesterday right? 9-7. He beat me yesterday 9-7. Drop one of the bombs for Logan, man. The man of the Casey house. Beat me 9-7 okay. yesterday. But then after after he won, then that's when it really hurt. Because then I was tired. I bet you I was li- winded. I bet you listen to psychotherapist Elliot Connie now. I bet you want to have a conversation with Logan. <laughs> you ain't going to try no discipline with him now. Yeah, man, okay? Listen. Ain't no do what I tell you to do. You're going to be sitting down trying to have conversations with that young man now because you know you can't beat him. Can you please shovel the snow for me today? All right. Nah, Dad. You go do it. <laughs> you go do and it. And I bet you'll go grab that shovel. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Ayanla Von Zant will be joining us this morning. Queen Ayanla Von Zant will be joining us. She has a new podcast dropping uh, today, actually. It's called The R-Spot. Called The R-Spot. Yeah, so we're going to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And then we got front page news with Tesla Figaro. She'll be joining us a little bit. The She'll us out. Uh, Japan, I don't know if you watch World Baseball, but Japan played the U.S. I'll tell you how the U.S. did when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, we have Tez Figaro joining us this morning. Uh, thank you again, Tez. But let's start off with baseball. Now, I don't know if you guys watched World Baseball. Last night was the championship game. Japan versus the U.S. and the U.S. lost 3-2. to two. I don't know if that's big. If it's not, I don't watch it. Red, who's a huge baseball fan. Red, what does that mean? It just means Japan's the best team in the world right now. Are they? Were there some players, some U.S. players that didn't play? Was there some... Nah, everybody played, but they got the best player in the world, Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. I don't watch regular baseball. Pitcher. I'm yeah, definitely pitcher. not watching world baseball. Mm. Okay? I used to like baseball back in the 1900s when everybody was on steroids. That's when the sport was amazing. Great. Tez, what else we got? What's up with Donald Trump? What's going on with Donald Trump? Tesla Figaro, the hood whisperer. Yes, in the building. Well, first of all, let me say shout out to the cheer moms. You guys said shout out to the cheer dads. I am a cheer mom, oh. so I feel, you know, to make sure the cheer moms get a little bit of love this morning. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but first things first, obviously, Trump was not arrested yesterday. Charlamagne, you predicted it, didn't you? You said he would not be arrested on Tuesday, didn't you say it? Yeah, I don't see I don't, I don't, don't see him getting arrested for the charges in New York at all. I mean, you know, when, when you're talking about taking down a former sitting president, you're not going to be able to do it with those weak charges they got in New York. You need something bigger. Mm-hmm. So he was not arrested on yesterday. So we're going to see what happens in that. See what happens with that. But in other news, a former top federal judge wrote Friday in a sealed filing that prosecutors in the special counsel's office have presented compelling evidence that former President Donald Trump knowingly and deliberately misled his own attorneys about his retention of classified materials after leaving office. Now, U.S. Judge Howe said that the investigation shows that Donald Trump has committed 
criminal violations and as a result he may lose his attorney client privilege in Ooh. other words yep that's a big one <laughs> in other words the judge told trump attorneys to comply with the subpoena and get ready to start telling now in case anyone is counting there are now multiple investigations going on at the same damn time back to back in the words of drake let's run through them number one special counsel for the classified documents case number two the manhattan da for the hush money coming in strong at a number three we have fulton county for the attempt to overturn the 2020 election and number four special counsel for january 6 and number five new york attorney general for the trump organization fraud investigation a lot of folks forgot about that so there are now five investigations and probably counting we don't know what else they'll be throwing at them but we talked uh, a little bit on monday guys about how trump would use this to benefit um his pockets and and campaign and so far he has asked his 74 million supporters to sign a petition uh to oppose his arrest and he also asked him to break a little bit a little bit of bread now he didn't say give me three dollars like bernie sanders he said he want 3300 per person <laughs> run him his money so we're gonna Jesus. see how that work out let me <laughs> let me ask a question mm -hmm. so you know with the uh the classified documents how are they pressing charges on him with that when it seems like everybody they got classified they're gonna, they gonna, they gonna throw that out they're gonna throw Biden that out. got classified yeah, documents. They not, they, they not, vice president they gonna throw that Charlemagne out. got Ted you got classified it's like classified <laughs> documents everywhere <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, we talked about this earlier. I don't know if it was Monday, the days are running together with this, but remember, we talked about just kind of they're throwing it all. You know, let's mm -hmm. just see. I, this is my me paraphrasing. What let's sticks. just see what sticks. Yep, that's just pretty much what it is. And, I mean, it, it is just amazing. And and again, just as a reminder, even with all of these charges, uh, he can still run for president of the United States. Uh, that's a quick Google search that you guys can confirm that he can still run, even if he is arrested and convicted, he can run. So I just want to see how he's going to continue his campaign while fighting multiple multiple charges in different states you know Ted, I, I i think what you're saying is absolutely true and i think that this that's what this all translates to sit your ass down they don't want you to right. run if you drop right. out if you drop out all of this goes away if trump stops campaigning tomorrow and says i'm not running for that's president trump, in 2024 though. all of this goes away that's not trump. guaranteed that's i know not trump. it's not he don't care because he's a narcissist yes. and, his, and his ego gonna get the best of him absolutely but if he sits his ass down mm -mm. all of this goes away that's not him. Guaranteed. Mm -mm. I know I'm tripping off that $3,300 per person. It's expensive to be a Trump supporter. You ain't lying. Jesus. God damn. <laughs> All right. He well, worse than a pastor. You right. <laughs> you thought the pastor wants your last when, when you pull. Right. Boy, damn. Trump really wants your last when you pull. Right. Damn. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. And Tez, we'll see you next hour. Yep. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colors. Well, at least I am. The verdict's still out on Envy. I'm black. Give me a high five. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? It is Terry from Kansas. Hey, Terry from Kansas. What's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just wanted to, uh, first off, shout out my, uh, my cousin, John John. What, what up, up, John John? John? Carolina. Okay, what part of He's South Carolina? He's the only one that, uh, 
But uh, he the only one to ever hear me when I get on here. And then when I see him at family functions, he come to Kansas. He be like, hey, there go my cubs that be on the breakfast club. So shout out to him. I know he going to hear this. Okay. Okay. And then uh, who y'all guess host today? Nobody. It's just us. Me and Envy. That's Tag right. team. Back again. The Legion of Dumb. Okay, okay. Hey, man, I was just going to say, uh, y'all, y'all really, you know, I listen to y'all every day. I'm a trucker. I'm not in the truck right now. I blow my TSO hard for you, though, Envy. Um, and then, y'all, y'all, y'all doing good work up there, man. I, I didn't know how y'all was going to do. Minus G. But, boy, I'm telling you, y'all turning up on them, man. So, so I appreciate y'all keep doing what y'all do. Keep making us laugh. Keep being informative. I love what the direction y'all going in. Thank you, my brother. Have a good, good one, Joe. Bro. You too. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Chris Jones out of Austin, Texas. Chris What's Jones. Up, bro? Wanna... Get it off your chest. What's the deal, man? Hey, man, I want to wish my wife a happy birthday this morning, man. Uh, we've been together since, uh, since high school, man, and I just want to tell her I love her and I uh, can't wait to celebrate this weekend. Tell her, tell her I said happy born day, man. What you going to do for her? Man, I don't even know yet. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of stuff planned, man. But I don't want to give this prize away over the radio. No, oh, okay. I got you, T. Smart man. And where y'all from? Uh, we from Austin, Texas, man. Texas. Okay. All right, man. We'll enjoy and be safe Thanks. out there this this weekend, brother. Have a lot of sex. Thank you, man. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. Hello. Who's this? Hi, this is Kylie. Hey, Kylie. Get it off your chest, mama. Well, I just wanted to say good morning, first of all. Thank you guys for having me. But second of all, you guys have mentioned, you know, if... Trump had stopped running, that most likely all this would go away, right? Well, of course, you know, like his ego and everything is going to get the best of him, right? And that's just not going to happen. Well, that's just like, you know, you guys saying that too, and I feel the same way, that that just confirms that all of this is just like a cute-ass witch hunt, and it's just all bull****. Like, they're just trying to find anything that they can to go after him, and it's just... I don't disagree with you. Like, I think he's one of the... Yeah, I think he. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think he, he honestly is one of the best that we've had in a long time. I don't know and about I think that. Even when he, when, I think when he was president, there was a lot of things he did for our country that was very like undershadowed, that wasn't like publicized, you know, because they were too busy trying to like go after him for everything else. You know what I mean? Like, well, just trying to find things to go after him by. Well, I don't want to live in a country, you know, that's run by fascists. So I, I have to push back on that. But uh, I do agree that all of this is just a big ass witch hunt. Like, that's this what it seems like, like it. it really is. Like, because if, if 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 he was, if they had enough to get him, and this really was about you know prosecuting somebody because they broke the law, he'd have been prosecuted already. But they don't know how to prosecute that level of privilege. He is a white man. Uh, a rich white man who is a former president. They're not trying to set that precedent where people like that get held accountable for their crimes. No. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. 
my friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this DJ. Hey, DJ, DJ. get it off your chest. Man, yo, I want to get it off my chest and my fingers. Is that cool? All right, go ahead. Your fingers? Man, listen. Yeah, man, I am, listen, listen. I am so tired of Dollar Tree cheap ass tissue, bro. Listen, oh. I feel like... I feel like that stuff on the back of the on the back of the tissue needs to say wrap around your hand five, six, seven times before using it, bro. You need to use Kleenex I'll like I'm using right now. I just blew my nose from Kleenex. Great. See, see, but look though, I'm about to go back to using like McDonald's napkins. You know how they throw uh, the extra napkins in the bag? They hurt your nose, though. man. They hurt your nose. Oh, are you blowing your nose or wiping your ass? Ass, bro. Oh yeah, that's nothing. Worse. You run out of tissue. It's nothing worse than cheap toilet paper. Sometimes when you go to people's house, when when the, when the house is older, they gotta use the cheap toilet paper because it breaks down easy in the toilet. Ah, right, there's nothing right. worse than that because it. I feel like my my ass be be has a rash on it now. Be red. I hey, hate yo. cheap toilet paper. Listen, I, next time I'm gonna just pick up somebody's rug, yo. I'm tired of this. Man, guy. no, man. You get you some 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 three ply quilted Northern. Awesome, Charmin. Charmin. Yes. Awesome, Scott. Scott ain't no joke either now. Awesome, awesome dude. I'm into the dude wipes. I'm about to just start carrying their maid wear in my back pocket like a wallet, yo. Yeah, I mean, you still got to wipe your ass before you use dude wipes, though, bro. What the hell is dude wipes? It's like wet wipes for men. Oh, no, it's like baby wipes. Yeah, baby wipes. I remember, I remember one time, the first time I ever heard of a man doing that when I was on Wendy Williams' show, and Terrence Howard said he did that. And I thought that was so strange back then. And now I totally feel him. Yes. You should have some wet wipes with you, bro. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Ariana from Philadelphia. Hey, what's up, Ariana? What's up? I just want to say what I'm over is Candy Bird. Really? I'm over Candy. Yes. Candy is everywhere. She's on Speak On It. She's on Real Housewives. She's telling everyone, SWV open for us. We make this. We do the candy. You're a star. You write. You act. You sing. You know, you, you got it. Enough. Let somebody else shine. I'm gonna be that honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. You sound like you're hating. Go ahead. This is just this. This you really? Sound, this, 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 this sound like I'm pure the hate. Someone opened another woman. Listen up, another woman. Only in our culture do we do this, Charlamagne. Don't start that. But Don't only. Even. But only in our this culture. Collaboration. Only, only in our culture do we call a radio station and say you tired of seeing a person because they're everywhere and let somebody else shine. I just said I was tired of seeing her. I said we get it. You're a star. That's right, baby. So man, you got, back you got, man, don't miss it through my words. You got let I'm the, telling you. You got to let them stars shine bright. He's a star. And you got to let them shine he's bright. Shining. 
You can't not see her. I can't not turn it on and not see her. She don't let she let us know every day. I was lead on this, I was lead on that. I'll tell you like this here, it wasn't necessary. Okay. To talk about SWV like that. That was a collaboration. You know it is you a show, I, oh. and you know it is a show, and they want people to watch the That's show. Right. But I will tell you this: I'm going to. Uh, I got to go to Atlanta for, uh, for a couple of hours, and I'm definitely going by her restaurant to get them little salmon bites. Old lady gang. Old lady gang. That's yeah. more shine. Also, you can't let nobody shine. There's no such thing. No. Like, just because if Candy moves out the way right now, would you think that's going to open the door for somebody else? No. no. Because if it was that other person's time, they'd be right there too. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Good morning, it's Lima from Philly. Hey, Lima. Philly listening heavy this morning. Get it off your chest, mama. Um, no, um, I just wanted to really commend you guys on, like, the vote for guest. I really love what y'all doing. I know a lot of people call and they say they love this guest, but it kind of feels like y'all holding, like, public interviews, and I like that y'all showing the process. Cla- Claudia Jordan will be back tomorrow. Yeah, she'll be back tomorrow. Who was your favorite so far? Hey, I want to say Jason Lee because he's just so messy. He, he's real messy, ain't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> give give so us I your top him. three. Give us your top three. Um, I would say definitely Jeff Hilarious. Okay. Um, Jason Lee. Okay. And um, I don't know. It might be a tie between Portia and oh man, I just went blank. Uh, and Claudia. I'm sorry. Claudia. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Thank you, Lima. Uh, thank you. Wait, can I get um tell me two things? Can I shout out my podcast and can I get some tickets for the uh, Black Effect podcast? I got you. Go ahead, shout out your podcast. Um, I'm starting a podcast it's called Intellectual Opinion. Um, I'm gonna be on YouTube and Apple Music. And uh, hold on, what's your name again? Halima. 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 Make on, sure Halima gets two tickets to the Black Effect hold podcast on, festival. Black Effect Podcast Festival is happening April 22nd in Atlanta. Okay, you can go get your tickets at Eventbrite right now. First ever Black Effect Podcast Festival. A lot of your favorite podcasts, 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions. It's hosted by me and Jess Hilarious. We're going to have food and music, so uh, go to Eventbrite right now and go get your tickets. All right, and she's on line one, y'all. Line one, give her two tickets. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Uh, six nine. Um, you know, many times he said he couldn't be touched, he couldn't get caught. Well, that changed yesterday. We'll get into it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne oh, the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Kashi Six Nine. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Takashi 69 it looks like he got into an incident in a Florida gym yesterday. Now, you remember when he was up here? He's been up here, I think, twice or maybe three times. Twice, twice, twice he's been up here. And we had a conversation with him about the way he moves and he needs to be a lot smarter when he moves. He just needs to be a lot smarter in life. Yo, bro, I move so militant that you can't touch me. That's why I took reckless. I took so much because I know how I move. I move correct. Right. Presidents have been shot six. But you know bullets ain't got no name. Yeah. Nah, no. Well, Takashi Six Nine was uh, savagely beaten uh, by a group of men inside uh, a South Florida gyms. They said the injuries were so bad that he was rushed to the hospital by ambulance. Uh, the uh, attorney said the rapper was inside the sauna Tuesday, and I guess he was relaxing. And he said he was attacked by several guys without warning. Uh, his attorney says his next step is he plans to call the feds to make sure 6ix9ine gets the protection he clearly needs. Now, um, I don't know. Well, there is uh, there is audio of him getting beat up. Mm-hmm. 
Go ahead. Take a picture. Take a picture. I want to be famous now. I want to be famous. Yo, homie, I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm a fan, bro. Yo, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, bro. I know, I know. I ain't jumping, bro. I'm stuck. Well, I mean, listen, man, you can't escape the energy you put out there. Like, you just can't. You get what you ask for, and you get it because you ask for it. You know, if you've been taunting people for years, you know, telling people to come see you, you know, SMD, inviting that violence to happen to you, eventually, eventually it will. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, nobody is exempt, you know what I mean? With security or without security, if you are a person who invites violence into your life, if you're online saying what you're going to do to people when you see them or in interviews saying that, I guarantee you it's just a matter of time. Yeah, well... Bad Bunny, baby. Oh, I, 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 let's stay. I want to stay on this for one second. Okay. I know I see a lot of people laughing, but this isn't a time to laugh. This is a time time to learn. Because you know, I, I even think about it as reckless as I've been. You know, uh, over the years, I've never invited violence into my life. I've never threatened to beat up an artist. Or right. Never told an artist come see me. Not that I remember, but. I still got punched in the face. You know, I still had people attempt to run run down on me in the street. So I would advise a lot of y'all out there, don't laugh at 6ix9ine. Learn from 6ix9ine because a lot of y'all out here making the same mistakes yourself. Correct. And you're going to meet the same fate. All right, well. Bad Bunny, baby. Is that Bad worth $40 bunny, million? Dollars? Hmm? What? Is that worth $40 million? Dollars? What the hell are you talking about? I don't Bad know what's going bunny, on in your community baby. this morning. I don't know what's happening in your community Play it this again. morning. Well, it looks like Bad Bunny's ex-girlfriend, uh, I guess she allegedly did that voice recording, and uh, Bad Bunny used it on his uh, record, on his album, and she's suing for $40 million in damages. You should have paid her. See, he took advantage of, uh, at the, of, of her being his girlfriend at the time, probably. That's probably exactly what happened. Hey, it was this, his girl. Do this for me, boo. There. Yep. Do this for me, boo. She'll never sue me if I use her voice. I'm, I'm sure when he used that voice in the studio, somebody said... Uh, you sure you want to use her voice? <laughs> yeah. Well, her name is uh, Carlise De La Cruz. She claims she created and provided the recording before the singer became famous, and now she is suing for forty million dollars. I wonder what happened, what happened to the Maybach Music Girls. Do you think Ross Maybach ever paid them? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he paid them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. not, after I hear this, I'm going. I'm going for mine. And it's it's used over and over. Do they use this dress? He used this drop over and over, like Ross uses Maybach Music. Come I, on, Reggie, the Puerto I, I, Rican. I, I don't listen to Bad Bunny. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. How are you Puerto Rican and don't listen to Bad Bunny? And envy you Dominican and don't listen to Bad Bunny? I, Aren't y'all his audience? I'm black, but I don't listen You're to Bad not. Bunny. I am black. Okay. All right. Now, lastly, uh, Little Baby yesterday was online. He showed us uh, showed off his brand new uh, Maybach. Now, this Maybach is designed by Virgil, of course, from Off-White. They only made 150 pieces. And to get this car, uh, they wanted you, you mean to- mean 150 cars? That's what I said 150 pieces. 150 cars. <laughs> they wanted you to uh, actually know him somehow, some way. It was called the Project Maybach. It was $350,000 and Little Baby- uh, showed his so um if you want to see that you can go to little baby's page and check that out congratulations to little baby hopefully i'll have it for the car show so you know yesterday when you was on the air you said that you bought uh logan some 500 dollars cleats for basketball no for football no you said basketball i meant football but you said basketball because I, I was playing the clip back for somebody i didn't even catch it the person andrew schultz caught it. he was like what the hell is envy talking about <laughs> why was, would he buy him cleats for basketball that was football cleats five hundred dollars some uh -huh. prototypes or something you want it or something. okay all right well that is your rumor report when we come back we got front page news tesla and figaro will be joining us she got a lot to break down so don't move it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same uh -uh.
Audible pick of the day is Some People Have Real Problems by Britt Bennett. Tessa Thompson plays a conflicted woman who imagines living a totally different life. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling, audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. We have Tesla Figaro with up. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, family. Well, let's start off with Ivy uh, Otinio. Did I say his name right? Otiano. Otiano, yes. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, surveillance video was released that showed 28-year-old Ivo Otiano being pinned to the floor by multiple security officers for 12 minutes while shackled at the Virginia State Mental Health Facility in the moments leading up to his death earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Now, they also released the 911 calls about the incident in which a caller described him as very aggressive and repeatedly asked for an ambulance saying that he was not breathing. Now, just a little background for those that may not have been following this story. Uh, he was in jail uh, and then he was transferred to a mental facility. While he was there, uh, they claimed that he allegedly became aggressive and then they shackled him legs and arms. Um, his mother did try to bring him medication. They refused to accept it. Uh, um, and the video that was released yesterday shows the 12-minute ordeal. You can see knees, uh, all of the body weight on his neck. Now, as a result of this, uh, seven sheriff deputies and three hospital employees were indicted by a grand jury on Tuesday uh, on the charge of second-degree murder. Let's listen to what his family had to say. He was murdered. They smothered the breath out of my baby. They murdered my baby. At what point do we stop preserving life? At what point do we consider mental illness a crime? They pulled him off treatment, took him to jail, didn't take him down there with any medicine. What do you want to see happen to these deputies, either of you? Justice. I would like them put away, if you ask me, for life, that they don't see the light of day again. What they did to my son was horrific. I didn't know law enforcement was ever a call to mental health facilities to get control of patients. I thought that was the whole point of being in a mental health facility. Mm-hmm. Like mental health, yeah, what? mental illness isn't a crime. Yeah, well, rest in peace uh, again to Ivo Otiano. He was in jail and then they transferred him to the facility. So the sheriffs were already with him. Got he was you. incarcerated at the Got time. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised and the people so, at the mental health facility didn't intervene. Well, it, I mean, he, because he was incarcerated, they did have three um, uh, hospital people there as well. So it was the hospital, the hospital staff, which got charged as well, in addition to the deputies, because they said he was aggressive, even though he was shackled, he wasn't a threat to anybody. So wow. the sheriffs were actually there bringing, uh, you know, bringing him to, to the mental facility. And apparently he had an episode. And I just want to say this, uh, if anyone knows of anyone that is incarcerated and mentally ill, there is an organization called the National Alliance on mental illness and one of the many things that they focus on is mental health treatment while incarcerated mm, which is very very necessary mm-hmm. and most of those people in jail don't need to be in jail they actually need to be in some type of mental health facility getting you know uh, mental health treatment absolutely now let's talk about this colorado dentist what was he arrested for now Oh, this is a crazy story. Uh, A Colorado dentist is accused of killing his wife by poisoning her protein shakes so that he could start a new life with his mistress. Lord have mercy. 
Right. James Tolliver Craig, 45, was arrested on Sunday morning on charges of first degree murder. Now, Angela Craig, his wife, died Wednesday after reporting to the hospital for the third time this month. After she arrived, she had a severe seizure. She was placed on the ventilator and was declared medically brain dead soon after. Mm. Now, here's the background on how he actually got caught. Craig allegedly uh, ordered multiple poisons and the investigation showed that he searched online, literally typed this in, how to buy poisonous, how to buy poison, and also typed in how much it takes uh, to kill a human. Um, I mean, literally typed it in and it made the investigation very easy. Uh, The day she went to the hospital, uh, his wife, uh, she texted him. And so they have text records as as well, allegedly. Uh, She said, I feel drugged. And then he responded in the text message, given our history, I know that that must be triggering. For the record, I didn't drug you. I am Mm. super worried, though. You really looked pale when I left, like in your lips even. We might need to transfer this to Donkey today. Now, because he had the poison delivered to his home, Home and oh office. Goodness. His manager opened it, uh, and after Miss Craig passed away, uh, she reported to the police that he's known for making his wife shakes, and she believed that he poisoned his wife. Goodness gracious! You know what the most criminal thing about this is, alongside the murder, the fact that this man is such a coward. Like he didn't even give give his woman a choice. Like why are you scared to be honest with your partner? Tell her you want somebody else. Tell her you want to break up. Or tell her you want a threesome. But not, but not but only what that. But a coward did not be honest and kill her? I wonder if the the mistress knew. Like, you going to kill her. What happened when you get tired of her? Word is born. Yeah, because actually, that's a good point, Envy, because she's actually been to the hospital three times for this. And deeper, when you get deeper into the story, um, when she went to the hospital before and obviously didn't die, that's when he would go spend time with the mistress and go on trips. So, I mean, he probably did. Say, hey, yeah, Damn. my wife is sick or something. We don't know. This is a lot to this story. It's, it's really Jeez, a lot. Why can't you just be honest with your partner? Like, why does your mind go to, I got to kill this woman to be with my other He's woman? He's probably thinking financial. He's probably thinking, I got to give her half. I got to give her half the house, half to this. Man. But now you're going to spend his whole life in jail. Well, I, I, I rather, yeah. I'd rather him give that woman a choice. Absolutely. I'd rather that man be honest with his partner than kill her. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. And lastly, I just want to tell you guys about, if I know a lot of you guys uh, use uh, eye drops out there. A rare strain of bacteria found in recalled eye drops has been linked to dozens of infections as well as uh, cases of vision loss and in certain cases where they actually have to remove your eyeballs. What? Uh, yeah, wow. it's uh, Global Pharma Healthcare's Artificial Tears Lubricant Eye Drops distributed by uh, Is Care. Uh, and and uh, it was recalled in February. So definitely check your thing. It's uh, I would hate for anybody to lose their vision or even lose their eyeballs. So it's a huge recall on eye drops. So definitely do your homework and and dive more into. It. I don't use eye drops, so I'm not really familiar with this product. I do. Uh, are you familiar with that product? I, mean, I use I, no. I use stuff like Clear Eyes. This stuff looks like some no name brand store brand stuff. I use like Clear Eyes and Visine and stuff. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Artificial tears, lubricant, eye drops. I never even heard of this. Mm, well, if, wow. if you're out there, just do your homework. If you use uh, eye drops, all right. Well, that <laughs> is your rumor report. No, it's not. It's front page news no, with Tesla Figaro, the Hood Whisperer. Thank and you, I'm, Tez. And I want to tell everybody: make sure you subscribe to Tesla's podcast, Straight Shot No Chaser, on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. And Tez is going to be at the Black Effect Podcast Festival uh, April 22nd in Atlanta as part of the Women in Podcasting panel and the Business of Podcasting panel. So make sure you go get your tickets for that at Eventbrite. That's right. And thank you, Tess. We'll see you tomorrow. And follow Tess. Give me your Instagram. Yeah, follow me. Follow me and hit me up on Instagram. At Teslin Figaro.
Peace. All right. When we come back, Ayala Van Zant will be joining us. We're going to kick it with her, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. King. So it took me literally two years through the pandemic. That's when I realized how t- exhausted I was. Mm. And then after the pandemic, I was like, oh, where's my life? Where am mm-hmm. I? So to get back in my body, to get back in my house, I hadn't spent three weeks consistently in my house in wow. over 10 years. Uh, and then to decide what I want to do, do nothing. <laughs> you know? That's a good thing. So I, I, I make my products and I quilt. Mm-hmm. And now I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. The R Spot. R Spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm raising my five year old great grandson. Mm-hmm. Hi, Vey. <laughs> <laughs> Single by choice. Mm-hmm. I lost my partner right on the, the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, sorry um, to hear that condolences. So, mm-hmm. other than that, you know, just focusing on healing mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. So, so was it worth it? Fix my life? Yeah. Oh, every moment. Okay. I loved it. Yeah, it was absolutely worth it. And if nothing else, the legacy of Fix My Life and really what it did on television, mm-hmm. just like starting over that I did back in the early 2000s, I think it set a trend. And I'm waiting to see who's coming up behind me, who's going to be the next one. I don't know if there is an authority. Like for you, like you were looked at as an authority in that in that department. I don't know if there's anybody that we look to like well, that. Now. More than the authority, they just need the gift. See, I think Fix My Life worked because I wasn't doing television. Mm. I was doing healing. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter to me. I I had to train myself. It didn't matter to me that the camera was in front of my face. If I'm going to yell at you, I'm going to yell at you. If I'm going to hug you, I'm going to hug you. If I'm going to kiss you, if I'm going to tell you business. So I think that whoever it is that wants to step into that space to do healing in that way can't be someone who wants to do television. Mm -hmm. They have to be committed to the work. I also think the way mindfulness has evolved in the conversations we're having about mental health and healing, it's kind of hard for... Like, we all know nobody can fix someone else's life. Oh, absolutely. And I always said that. Mm -hmm. I always said that. I'm giving you tools and information. Mm -hmm. I'm helping you identify the issue because very often people don't even, A, know they have an issue. They think it's somebody else. (laughs) Or B, know what the issue is. Mm -hmm. And then if they recognize the issue, they don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. So that's what the beauty, the power of Fix My Life, that people were participatory. Mm-hmm. They could say, oh, I know, that's my mother, that's my, oh, look at, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that. Uh-huh. They, ever, they ever call you back to, to say, hey, we need you for one more? Like, do you ever look on social media online and be like, they would need me? All the time, people say, we miss your show, we need you back, blah, 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 DDD. Like Blue, Fla- Blue, uh, Blue Face and Krishan, I don't know if you know who they are, they would need you. <laughs> Like they would need you like they yesterday. They need something bigger like, than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see that. No. It's weird though. I can't, like, I can't see this generation with this. Really? No, the I, just, young I just think people I, know who I am. No, I agree with that, but I just think that it still has to be respect. I think even with those other ones you did back in the day, it was a, it was respect. I don't know if this generation has that respect for their they, elders and that. They way. have it for me, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe because I wear jeans or have a cleavage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they really do. I meet them in the Target. Okay. And I say to them, how do you know who I am? My mama made me watch her show. Okay, <laughs> so okay. the young people, they do. You know what, Charlemagne? I think it's your presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's how you carry yourself. Now, I could probably predict that maybe ten to 15,000 people would drop dead on the spot if I ever showed up somewhere in a thong. 
<laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think, I if think I so. If I ever showed up oh, we gotta somewhere see. in the thong. <laughs> you said right? you got to see. But you yeah. know why? Not because I'm in the thong, but because Auntie Iyanla. Oh, my God. She's lost her mind. She's dying. So I think it's your presence. <laughs> I think it's your presence. And I've always had a present. Not that, that demands, but commands respect. Mm-hmm. And I always, I hope I have. Absolutely. Carried myself in in such a way, and I did it. You know, now that we're in Women's History Month, mm-hmm. I carry myself that way because my grandmother, who was a Native American, who passed for black in the early 1900s, it was easier for her to be black than it was for her to be a Native American. Wow! Scrub floors and toilets wow. mm. in Yonkers and White Plains to feed me and my brother. Wow! I am her vision. I am her legacy. I am, you know, having been able to go to college and law school, walk away from welfare, walk away from practicing law to do my calling in the world. I can't disgrace my grandmother mm-hmm. who was spit on, who had to come in the back door. You understand? Mm-hmm. Who had to make shrimp salad for the French poodles. Mm. I have a responsibility. And in terms of the young people, nobody is teaching them that. Mm. I have a responsibility to Rissy Harris and Sahara Elizabeth Jefferson, my mother, who scrubbed toilets on the Pennsylvania Railroad, who died of breast cancer when I was two because as a black woman, she didn't have medical coverage and they didn't have the money to pay for her mastectomy. Mm. So who am I? I can't get on the on the pole. Might be fun, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you too, like when you talk about COVID, I feel like none of us were the same after, you know, going through COVID, but like who was there for you when you know, after your partner transitioned and stuff like who was there for you? You know, this is gonna sound weird. I, I think God and the Holy Spirit, you know, the state that our relationship was in at that time, he was in Philly, I was in Maryland. But in our hearts, we were still together and I knew when he refused treatment I knew that transition was his choice Mm. and because I loved him I honored that choice Mm. he wouldn't want me to be here sad and weeping and carrying on you know and the fact that he was in Philly we were by statal (laughs) (laughs) the fact that he was in Philly and I was in my home I didn't have to go through the missing of him physically all the time Mm -hmm. but still I never felt sad for him or sad I don't think sad is the word of course there's natural grieving and the missing of the but he refused treatment mm-hmm. that was his choice mm-hmm. and I had to honor that I had to respect that mm. alright we got more with Ayan Levon Sant when we come back don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ Envy Charlemagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club we're still kicking it with Ayan Levon Zant. Now, the R spot, for people that don't know, what are you discussing and talking about and going through on the Relationships, relationships, because mm-hmm. they are a mess. They're a mess right mm-hmm. now. Have you seen the things going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest thing people want to discuss with relationships? Why it doesn't look the way they think it should look. Mm. That's they they the believe in fairy tales. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, this is huge in relationships. Why they aren't getting what they're giving. I do this and I get that and I did this and he did this or she did that because men call me too, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, because we've made relationships relationships transactional. Mm. They're not soulful or soul-filled anymore. They're transactional. Mm-hmm. 
you give me this and I'll do that. You do this. You make me feel this. That's that's crazy. And also control, control, making somebody prove they love you over and over and over again. Let me see how bad I can behave and if you'll stop loving me. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or um, let me say this or do this. And if you don't respond the way I want you to, that means you don't love me. It's crazy. I don't understand it. And those are wounded people, right? Like, if, if you're doing that to a person, that means that you... We're all wounded. Yeah. You do know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, mm-hmm. do you know that we're all crazy as hell? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I remind myself of that every day. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. But, so it's not the woundedness. It's the misinterpretations of love. Mm. The wounds or the experience of being wounded disrupted our expression and experience of love. So, so many of us have love wired to pain. Mm -hmm. You know, we have love wired to struggle. We have love wired to so many dysfunctional things that it just manifests in our relationship. So right now I'm focusing on women and relationships. And I say women because (sighs) we, we gotta get this together. What do you mean? Don't bite your tongue now. (laughs) You know I will not. My experience and my observation is that most women are men in skirts, meaning that the way their presence, their being, the way we roll in the world, it's very masculine Mm -hmm. because we've been conditioned and programmed out of our feminine. And when I say, I don't mean feminist movement in the world, I want to be a fireman or football player. I'm talking about I'm talking about about how to be a woman in your being. Mm What is the distinction between feminine power and masculine power? And we've been conditioned and trained to be men in skirts. We do everything like men. We compete like men. I said this on the R spot a few weeks ago. I said, most women want their boyfriend to act like their girlfriends. You know, chatting, shopping. But when the man comes home, what they meet is another dude. Mm. (laughs) Why do you think that happened? Why do you think it's such a problem? It's a problem, first of all, because the feminine presence is missing on this planet. That's why we got so many, so much hoopla and conflammation going on with the weather, with the politics. Because, see, the old male guard is dying. That masculine patriarchy, it's dying off. And you see them fighting and clawing and hold on to power with all that's the whole Roe v. Wade turnover oh we gonna control you mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna control you and mm-hmm. your hoo-ha mm-hmm. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like women get pregnant by themselves mm-hmm. we need to have a, a some bill where men are involuntarily sterilized how about that can we do that <laughs> mm-hmm. just take your old weenie out put it up here and let me <laughs> on it <laughs> my wife want me to get a vasectomy so I'm down for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's number one. And so, but we have been programmed and conditioned and raised where our feminine power and our presence as females is dishonored, disregarded, disrespected, just in the world, not just by men. And we've also been taught and trained that our softness is inappropriate, it's dangerous. Our emotions are inappropriate and nobody wants to be bothered with that. So where do we go with that? Mm. How do we know? Do you, If a woman knew that her greatest power was silence, that's her greatest power because then she can hear. But we run our mouth all the time talking about everything, stillness. If a woman really understands and knows who she is, she can walk in a room and take control of every man in the room 
how she walks, how she sits, how she talks, how she be. We don't know how to be women. Mm -hmm. We know how to do what women do. Now, what about on the other side, when you talk about men losing masculinity? Yeah, because I wonder if women have to show up, I guess, as you say, as men in skirts because the men haven't been men. Well, men were raised by women. We're all out of order. But I'm not arrogant enough to tell a man how to be a man. I can help you heal. Mm -hmm. But then what you do with that, that's you on your own. I can tell a woman how to heal. I can tell a woman how to be a woman. That's right. Why? Because I was taught. Mm -hmm. I was trained, you know. What my grandmother and my sister, my aunties taught me 70 years ago, you don't even hear that today. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about it. I don't know what. So my thing is, I, I want to share this medicine, this information, this knowledge. So the way it's formulating in my mind right now and the way my team and I are putting it together, we're going to do nine weeks online mm -hmm. where the women work in their clans, mm -hmm. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And then we're going to come together for the ceremony, ritual, and initiation. Because there's initiations that women need. You know, men get circumcised. Women do something else. And so many of us didn't get it. You know, in some traditions like the bar mitzvah mm -hmm. that, or the bat mitzvah in the Jewish tradition. And some people do rites of passage for their 13, 16-year-old. But what about all of the women that didn't have any of that? That's real. They weren't barred or batted and no rights. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're all out of order. But we as the women in this time have the power to bring it all together. Didn't your wife get you straight? Absolutely. Did your wife get you straight? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Why? Because she was standing in her presence as a woman. Mm -hmm. Had your best interest at heart. Right. It's going to support you back into wholeness, not compete with you and not beat you down. Mm -hmm. And so more of us have to do that so that our sons and our brothers and husbands, you know, and, and, and I'll confess, I used to be one of those women that beat men down with my mouth and my mind. And I heard myself one day say, men are so stupid. And I said, wait a minute, hold up. Is your son stupid? Mm. Is your father stupid? Is your brother stupid? And I had to check myself. And that's when I really went on this quest to look at myself as a woman. My power, my majesty. You said to a woman, show me your majesty. What's that? Show me your divinity. And who's going to do it? Mm. That would be me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you, you made me think about something because, you know, I, I, I thought about this. Like when they, I saw like a documentary that said, uh, I think it was called this type, What is a Woman? And it talked about identity and, you know, uh, biological born males who, I, who identify as, as women. What do, you, what do you feel about that? I don't think I feel anything because everybody has their lesson and everybody has a right to choose. Mm -hmm. And I can't judge because I don't know. I've never had that experience. Mm -hmm. I was born with a hoo-ha. I love my hoo-ha. We're friends. <laughs> the hoo-ha, yes. <laughs> so I don't know in this body what it would feel like to me if I wanted to be a man. I don't know. So I can't speak to that. I, I always wonder what, what does that do for people's ultimate perception of women? Like I hear women saying, well, I'm a biological woman. Like it's just. I don't speak that way because I'm yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what you know. I, I just know yeah. what I know. You know, I just. I, I'm sorry. I, I you know. I, here's the piece that I don't understand. I don't understand it. So I don't have no heat or no judgment. But I've never run around talking about me being a heterosexual. 
Never. I just, you know, I'm strictly been that way all my life. I guess it was just natural, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. All right, don't move. We got more with Ayan LaVonsant. When we come back, it's The Breakfast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charlemagne the guy, we are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Ayan Lavon Zant. Now, for couples that that fight a lot, you know, a lot of times couples get into a lot of different things. What are some things that you would advise them to do so they can get out of that phase? Tell the truth. There's that a- might lead to a fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it started. There's some hidden hurts, unspoken hurts mm-hmm. that lead to that. Fighting is not bad. I'd rather have a couple fight than for them to be indifferent. If they're indifferent and whatever you do, fine, shut up, you know, I don't care. That's when you're in trouble. But if you can fight, fair, you good. So there's a truth that you have to tell. And there's a power struggle. There's a struggle for power and control and if you're really fighting bad you need outside intervention because you cannot clear an upset with the object of your upset understand so i'm mad at you Mm -hmm. you the object of my upset Mm -hmm. and now you and me trying to clear the upset we're just gonna whip ourselves around in circles you need a a, a neutral third party to come in and help you a different perspective the other thing is to figure out here are the four questions that i think Every relationship needs to ask, is this an important relationship in my life? Mm. Because sometimes Boo Boo and Kafada are fighting and they don't even, they, you know, they don't mm. even care. I mean, <laughs> just because you're here right now, you're right. the one for right now. Is this an important relationship in my life? And the second question you have to ask yourself is, do I value this person and do they value me? Mm-hmm. You can tell that from behavior. The third question is, am I willing to take 100% responsibility for the state of this relationship? Meaning, I can't change you, I can't fix you, 
But the state that it's in, the arguing, the lack of support, the adversarial, whatever it is, am I willing to take 100% responsibility, which means am I willing to look at what I do? Not what you do. What am I doing? And what's motivating me? Mm -hmm. And the final question is, am I willing to do the work to heal it no matter what the other person does? Mm. Ooh. And that's the big one. Ooh. <laughs> you, you said you're single by choice. Has it, has, has it been difficult for you throughout the years just because you are who you are and people feel like they might have to have it all together before they step to you or, you know, be close to heal, to step to you? Well, no, not healed. I ain't healed, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. I want to say close to. Not, none of us are ever really, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear it well. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'm crazy and I know it. Most people are crazy and they deny it. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets them in trouble. Know you're crazy. Give it a name. Train it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Don't just let it run amok. But I think most brothers are afraid to approach me for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. White men are not at all. They roll up nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like young men would be trying to holler at you. Oh, in the gas station, the man told me he (laughs) loved me. He He said, I said, are you flirting with me? He said, yes, I like older women, women. I said, do you know they can give you worms? He was all over what, me. What do you say? I'm willing to take the risk. How old are you? He said, I'm 37. I said, baby, I got underwear older than you. <laughs> what do you say? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. I might have. Listen, just cheap thrills in the gas station. It was so wonderful. I was happy with myself that I recognized that he was hitting on me. But I did ask just to check. I said, are you hitting on me? He said, yes, ma'am. There I said, go. see, that's the problem. If you got to hit on somebody you call ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem, boo. Take yourself on home. What do you think about uh, people who are into like the, the polygamy nowadays? Those those relationships where Well, see, I'm old, so I could do polygamy. I would just want her to be younger so he don't have to be bothering me all the <laughs> <laughs> Go over there. She's 42. I'm 70. Go on. Take your butt on over there. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay. You know what? You joking or are you serious? What do you think the benefits no, could be? I'm very serious. Really? Uh, yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I, when I was younger, I couldn't because I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand the value and the purpose of a relationship. So when I was younger, I didn't do cheating. But I could do polygamy. I could be one of other wives in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Really? I couldn't have done that when I was 30 or 40. I didn't. I ended up marrying a man who was a polygamist. My second husband was, came out of a polygamous relationship. And at that time, I thought, you know, you're cheating. and bo- I still don't do cheating. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do that, it has to be an open conversation and agreement. But you sneaking around the corner with Chris Mata, uh-uh, mm-hmm. no, no. I don't do cheating. Mm-hmm. You know why? It's dishonest. I agree. And if you're going to lie to me, then I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. But if we sit down and this is what we want to do, I like it because you be over there sometime. I'll be over here. I don't have to cook. I save my toilet paper. You don't have to <laughs> my toothpaste. You know, go on. Go on. Have you. And I don't think we can tell people who they can and cannot love. If I love you and you're saying this is what you need to support, satisfy yourself, why would I say no to that? Because mm. I know who I am as a woman. And 
I don't know if it's possible for one person to satisfy every need another person has. And if the other person is willing to say, well, this is what you give me. I'm willing to set. That's fine. But if we're together and I'm not living up to everything you need and that's what you need to take care of yourself. I know most Western women are hearing me now and they are like, she done lost a rabbit. Oh, yeah. They ain't ready for this conversation. You give no, me this No, but morning. it's true. I'm about to subscribe to the all spot. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's changed. People don't even date anymore. I come from the day when you didn't take the guy home the first night and give him a key. I didn't. I don't come from that time. Now, you might take him around the corner and give him a little bit and act like you didn't, but you didn't take him home and give him a key. <laughs> <laughs> You just didn't do that. You were sneaking. I'll tell you a funny story. Mm -hmm. When my daughter was about 16 years old, I came home one day. I come from the a, a, the age and the era where you don't bring no boy in the house if your mama ain't home. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you come from that? Yes, you absolutely. Come from that absolutely. Too, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I came home and she was in the living room. They were sitting on the sofa watching TV. It looked very innocent, but then I know about sneaking around the corner and acting like you didn't. And I, <laughs> and I come from the time when, when a young man comes to a young lady's house for the first time, he A, has to bring a gift for the parents and he wants to meet the father. That's where I came from. So I came in and they're sitting on the sofa and I looked at him and I said, Where's my gift? Would you come here to get something from my daughter and you don't bring me a gift? Who are your people? Mm. Where you come from? Mm. So my son said, wait a minute, Ma. Just wait a minute. He said, but where's that at? Yeah, yeah. Where are the fathers mm -hmm. looking at who the girl is going out with? And where are the young men that you just come and Mama's not home and you roll around in the hay and you don't even bring Mommy a cookie, a flower, or nothing? <laughs> <laughs> but those are the traditions that's not being taught no more. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to teach them in the rites of passage. We Absolutely. got it certain kinds of things. Because I think sometimes we get our hearts broken as women because we give away our dignity too soon. Mm. And our value too soon. Man, subscribe to the R spot and get that here. <laughs> what does the R spot mean? What does the R mean? You know what the G spot is, right? I do know what something the G spot is. Something good, right? Yeah. Well, the R spot is something good. <laughs> well, check did you get that voice? Did you get that voice? And we got that <laughs> voice. Yes, it, we it's, did. It means relationship. A relationship, relationship okay. spot. Got you. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe right. to the R spot. Well, thank you okay. for joining us. Available you know, you're invited anytime you're in town, come on up here. Okay, I'm to bring other women's husbands gifts. So give the bar <laughs> soap to your wife. You okay? got it. Okay. <laughs> Ayan Lavanzan. Thank it's you for having me. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Jesus it's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, you just got to do something, babe. Shut just up, Just relax man. sometimes. Shut up. Uh, let me shout out to our family out in Dallas. Shout out to Gio. Shout out to Bay and all them. I was actually going to do my uh, first car show there. And then... Um, I got a call. Hit, hit a drum roll. What's the call? I got a call from uh, Paper Route. Paper Route is, is Paper Young Route? Dolph's oh, a Dolph. record label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Key Glock and, and Daddy O. And they called me and it was like, you know, Young Dolph was a fan of the car show and for uh, wanted to do something special for Dolph's new project that came out. So I asked what that was. It was like, let's do a car show together. And I said, well, what do you mean? He was like, Dolph would have loved to do a car show, so let's do it together. And let's salute and shout out Dolph's life. And let's keep pushing Dolph's life. So I said, bet, let's do it. So, I want to announce today, shout to Memphis K97 out in Memphis, the Love for the Streets car show. Mm. It's going down Sunday, May 28th in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, we will have not only Young Dolph's whole fleet, which is like 24 cars. 
They were all paid for. All his cars, he still has all his cars. They, kept, his family. they kept all the cars. They kept everything. Wow. So his whole fleet will be there. Key Glock's whole fleet will be there. My whole fleet, 50 Cent whole fleet, and we got some celebrity friends bringing their cars, which we will announce later. So now the, the Young Dolph Museum that you've been seeing traveling from city to city to city to city, Young Dolph's museum will actually be in the car show. So you'll get to see some of his clothes, his jewelry, where he started from and mm. all that. So the museum will be in the car show. Nothing changes. We'll still have rides and jumpies and uh, all type of face painting and all type of activities for the kids, gaming trucks and all that. There'll be food vendors. It's so much going on. So that's Sunday, May 28th, Memorial Day weekend, which closes out. Uh, what is it? This what is, what is it? It's uh ah, man, I can't. It's, it's something that they do in Memphis. It's May. May mm. I don't remember the name of it But it closes out Memphis It's also the last week of school For the kids So there's no school or work It starts the summer the right way so I'm sure, And I'm sure what Proceeds go to Young Dolph's foundation Absolutely uh, his, his wife's foundation I think his wife got a foundation Called Black Men Deserve to Grow Old I think it is Well not only that This is part his I'm okay. doing it with them In conjunction gotcha, gotcha, with gotcha, them gotcha, So gotcha. Uh, yeah so, so some of the proceeds uh, Half of the proceeds actually uh, Will go to all those Different causes So shout to Paper Root uh, if you haven't got your tickets, tickets today are nineteen ninety nine. That's one thing they made it. They wanted to make it. The, the, they wanted to make affordable for people. So if you can go out there today, get your tickets nineteen ninety nine. You can go on Eventbrite or Event Noir and get your tickets. Kids five and under are free. So it's a day of celebration. You get to see Dolph's cars. You get the Dolph Museum. You get the rides. You get the uh, uh, the jumpies, the face painting, the food, the gaming trucks, and all that. We want you to bring your family, your grandparents, your mama, your daddy. Your kids, your baby mama, your baby daddy. We want the whole family to be there. Louis V is going to be providing the sounds. K97 is going to be providing the sounds. So make sure you get your tickets again. That's incredible. That goes down Sunday, May 28th in Memphis, Tennessee. The Love for the Streets car show. And we're going to be pushing and shouting and celebrating Young Dolph's life. That's incredible. So I need the whole Memphis to come on out. And we're going to have a lot of fun that day. Again, that's Sunday, May 28th. We'll give you more details. We're going to be announcing some of his celebrity friends that are going to have their cars in there. And it's going to be a day of celebration. And it's at the uh, Agri Center in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. That's incredible. And it's incredible that you started that off by throwing a middle finger to Dallas. Wow. No, no, no. I'm wow, just, wow, 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 wow. You just, I mean, you just, you just threw a middle finger to Dallas for no reason whatsoever. Just shouted out Big G. No, the reason and Hollywood was Baby for no reason. Just no. to say, F y'all, I'm doing it over here. No, wow. There no. was no reason to do that. No, we're going to do it in Dallas as well, but I was going to do it in wow. Dallas Memorial Weekend. But then F when, you, when Dolph's family called. F you, Dallas. You hate the Cowboys that much. I do. Dallas, ban them. How about that? No. Salute to Memphis. No, but uh, I mean, when Dolph's family called, and mm -hmm. it was just a dope idea. They released his video uh, this weekend for Love for the Streets and showed all his cars. So we're gonna have those cars there. I just thought it was pretty. It would be pretty dope for the culture to do that car show mm -hmm. in Memphis, celebrating Dolph's life. I agree, but you didn't have to defecate on Dallas in the process. Dallas had nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> they didn't even have to be in this room. They didn't have to be in this mention at all. For Not even a little bit. Well, let's get to the rumors for wow. shizzle, my nizzle. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor wow. has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we're on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, a Mississippi news anchor got fired because of this. Snoop Dogg tattoo on his shoulder. For shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what you think about that? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> got fired for what? For shizzle my nizzle. She can't say for shizzle my nizzle. I guess, oh, I guess because yeah, you said it. You no, said, but the I said I'm not no. using that word. Well, you already did. But you I was using did. it in context. That's why. 
I don't know if if I that's fire. Because she, been fired Cause she didn't. She it's for shizzle. My nizzle. She might not even know what nizzle means, yo. I'm not, like, come on, we got like stop, man. That's not a reason to fire that woman, yo. No, she was been fired. Did she? Did she release a statement? No, not as of yet. <sighs> that's the thing with hip hop, man. Hip hop is so big and so mainstream, and it's just like who who can consume it and who can't. You know what I mean? She's been there for 20 plus years. Who can repeat slang and who can't? How old is that woman, yo? She's been there for 20 years. She, she might be old. She probably has no she idea. She probably a Snoop fan. Nizzle is a derivative of the N-word. Which is crazy. She might not have any idea. She just thinks she's sounding cool repeating Snoop Dogg. Mm. Which is my Nizzle. Which is my Nizzle. That's not a fireable offense. I hope she sues. Well, she is fired. Now, uh, Ta Tasha K, the blogger, you know, Cardi B was uh, suing her for damn near everything. Uh, a judge ordered uh, her to pay Cardi B $4 million, uh, $2.5 in damages, and a $1.3 in legal fees. Well, uh, I know at one time she said she wasn't going to pay, I believe, I'll say allegedly, and that she wasn't going to uh, apologize. Well, she says, we lost the appeal against Cardi B. Sad day. But I'm going to be all right. I appreciate all your love and support. Throughout this fight, today, we throw in the white flag. What happened will never happen again. To Cardi and her team, I apologize sincere. We live and learn. See y'all Wednesday and on her, her YouTube. Well, like I said about 6 9 don't laugh, learn. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of y'all online and podcasts doing exactly what she was doing. Spreading lies, spreading uh, you know false allegations. And eventually, it's going to be your turn. Right. It's just a matter of time. Somebody is going to sue you. That's why you got to pay attention to those cease and desist. When you get those cease and desist, and you think you can just wipe your ass with them, the cease mm -hmm. and desist is just the 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 the, the, the precursor to the actual lawsuit. It's the, it's the appetizer. That's all before it is. That's comes all it is. Yeah, so absolutely. once you read that cease and desist, and you know uh, an attorney tells you, you know what's what's truth and what's false, and you continue to spread the false allegations, it's just a matter of time. So don't laugh at her. Mm -hmm. Learn. That's right. Because a lot of y'all are already liable and don't even realize it. That's right. And lastly, I just want to tell y'all, Rolling Loud New York City has been canceled. They're saying logistical factors. Uh, you know, Ra Rolling Loud is, is probably one of the biggest concerts that hit New York City, but it is canceled for this year. It doesn't mean it's not going to be in other cities. It just won't be in New York. Uh, it's going to be coming back to Miami July 21st, 2023. And it says, don't worry, this isn't goodbye. More like see you later. We'll be back in New York when the time is right. And that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Man, for after the hour, uh, talking about learning, we need James Craig to come to the front of the congregation. He's the 45-year-old dentist uh, who killed his wife, allegedly. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to mm. throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Mm. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey uh, of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Wednesday, March 22nd, goes to James Craig. Uh, who is James Craig? He's a 45-year-old dentist who was arrested on suspicion of first-degree murder Sunday, shortly after his wife died after being 
being taken off life support. Uh, God bless her soul. Uh, that was her third trip to the hospital this month. What happened to his wife? Well, police believe that James Craig, the Colorado dentist, laced his wife's pre-workout protein shakes with arsenic and cyanide because he was trying to kill her so he could be with a woman he was having an affair with. Uh, let's go to the news report, please. This morning, a Colorado dentist waking up behind bars accused of poisoning his wife and the mother of their six children. Police calling Angela Craig's death heinous, complex, and calculated, alleging James purchased arsenic and cyanide and secretly poisoned her protein shakes. According to the arrest warrant, after multiple recent hospital visits, Angela again checked into a hospital Wednesday morning, complaining of a severe headache and dizziness around 2 p.m., she had a seizure, her condition rapidly declining. Doctors moving her to the ICU where she was put on life support before passing away Saturday. Police zeroing in on her husband. According to the mm. warrant, after his co-worker told a nurse that James had ordered potassium cyanide to the office, adding there was no medical reason or purpose to make such an order. Police also believe that James was having an affair, even flying a woman out to see him while his wife was dying in the hospital. Mm. Family mm. members mm. telling authorities this is not the first time James had tried to poison his wife. And the week before her death, she texted him that her head felt funny and dizzy, then said, I feel drugged. James replying, given our history, I know that must be triggering. Mm. Just for the record, I didn't drug you. Lord have mercy. Uh, thank you to ABC News for that report. What a coward James is. We live in a world with so many different forms of communication. We can FaceTime and Zoom with people on another continent. We can speak daily via social media to people in other time zones. But with all this means of communication, for some strange reason, it's gotten harder for people to actually communicate. Folks don't know how to communicate anymore, okay? This woman would still be alive and this man would not be arrested for first-degree murder if this man just simply knew how to communicate. Just tell your woman you don't want to be with her anymore, okay? Or tell her you want to be in a Polynesian sauce relationship, okay? A little communication goes a long way. All right. This applies to all things. If you're busy, say it. If you're upset, express it. If you're running late, let people know. Don't make up dumbass excuses, lies no one believes, because now we can't trust you. And now we think you're a liar. OK, if you don't want to do something, be straightforward and say you don't want to do it. If you're unsure, ask. All right. If you don't want to be with someone anymore, just tell them. Right? It's so simple. But for whatever reason, the hardest thing for people to do is communicate. All right. Now, this is what I don't understand, uh, but it's another one of these things that is happening in this strange Internet era. People Googling the crimes they want to commit. Like, it's hilarious to me when I see police say uh, evidence gathered by investigators and all the evidence is said criminal incriminating themselves via social media. Like when when, when I was uh, coming up in the 1900s, you had Crime Stoppers. Remember Crime Stoppers? I do. Remember McGruff the Crime Dog? Mm -hmm. You take a bite out of crime. Those were entities created because they wanted to create a sense of community where people looked out for each other. Okay, mm -hmm. Basically, if you see something, say something. That, too, was a national campaign, by the way. The point is, they used to have these campaigns to encourage people to talk. Nowadays, you don't need that. You don't need that because folks is telling on each other with these things called laptops and smartphones. Okay, because James Craig was Googling questions like, is arsenic detectable? in an autopsy. <laughs> Investigators Jesus. believe James put arsenic in one of the protein shakes he made for his wife. He also had a rush shipment of potassium cyanide and another substance, I think it's pronounced Olandrin. He ordered the Olandrin, but that was intercepted by authorities after they began investigating him, man. Let me tell you something. If you can spend all that money on those products, 
spend all that time and energy creating this diabolical plan to kill your wife, then you can spend that same money, time and energy on a marriage counselor, a therapist, some type of third party that can communicate for you what you are too much of a coward to communicate to her. And that is clearly that you just didn't want to be with her anymore. People like this, I will never understand, okay? This man didn't lose his wife because he started cheating. No, 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 no. He lost his wife because he stopped communicating. All right, you don't have to cheat to lose someone. You can lose someone from a lack of communication. I'll say it again. This woman is dead and this man is in prison because he was too afraid to communicate. Just tell her you want to move on, bruh. All right, tell her things are not working anymore. All right, you might have lost some money in a divorce. You might have gotten half, but that is better than her being deceased and you spending the rest of your life in prison. You should have been Googling ways to divorce your wife peacefully okay trust me after i read this story this morning i googled that because i'm like that's gotta be an option you don't go straight to murder do you so if they ever go through my computer and see that in my search history how to divorce your wife peacefully trust me i was doing research for this story Jesus. okay i just want to put that out there <laughs> okay all right and it's a bunch of them all right they even they have 10 tips for a peaceful divorce even from a narcissistic spouse they have seven ways to divorce as peacefully as possible 10 peaceful ways to divorce with dignity there is a bunch of them all right the moral of the story today for this donkey is communicate 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 all right when you lose communication you lose everything simple as that without communication there's no relationship without respect there is no love without trust there's no reason to continue please give james craig the biggest he all my god and i just want to tell people out there even if you clear your safari history or your chrome history they can still pull it back up don't think when you erase that it's gone forever and oh i just oh i made it over nope mm -hmm. once they take that laptop they can go back to your history i think laptops should be treated like uh rap lyrics what you mean meaning Sometimes we Google search things just because we can. Like we might be in here having a conversation about something crazy. So we Google search it. So sometimes your Google search history can look nuts, but treat it like rap lyrics, meaning that if you're rapping about a crime mm -hmm. and then you actually go commit that crime, then your laptop history can be, you know, used in the court of law. But sometimes we just be in here Google searching crazy ass stuff. Let me, let me pass me your laptop. Go ahead. I want to see what you Google. Here, I have no problem doing that. It's going to be some crazy stuff because I do donkey today every day. But uh, We'll do it when we come back. All right, You but don't even know how to do that. I do. I don't. Show no, me. I, I'm not showing you. All right, when we come back now, Ayanla uh, Von Zant stopped through earlier, and mm -hmm. this is what she said about uh, women these days. What is the distinction between feminine power and masculine power? And we've been conditioned and trained to be men in skirts. We do everything like men. We compete like men. I said this on the R spot a few weeks ago. I said, most women want their boyfriend to act like their girlfriends, you know, chatting, shopping. But when the man comes home, what they meet is another dude. <laughs> so the question is 800-585-1051. Are women today more masculine than feminine? Now let the record show uh, during that conversation, uh, Envy and I were doing what we should have been doing, which is just sitting there and listening because I am not a woman, nor do I identify as a woman. Me neither. Okay, so that is a, a Ayanna Bazan is OG woman. So that is her place to say, and that is her opinion. Therefore, I don't want to hear from none of y'all Negroes on the phone either. All y'all Caucasian males. I want to hear from nothing but women about this topic. Okay. okay? Hispanic oh, males too. Males, if you got a penis, 
right? Don't call up for this topic. I want to hear from the women about this. Are women today more masculine than feminine? That is the question. 800-585-1051. Let's have a discussion. People, only people with hoo-hahs. What did, she, I, said hoo-ha. she said a hoo-ha. Only people with hoo-hahs, hoo-hahs can call. Yeah, only people with hoo-hahs. If you got a little hee-hee, don't call. <laughs> <laughs> okay? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, uh, we had Ayanla Van Zant here mm. this morning, and we were talking about mm. are women more mm. masculine than feminine? That's a, that's a choosing violence question. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, but okay. guess what? When I, let's play the clip. What is the distinction between feminine power and masculine power and we've been conditioned and trained to be men in skirts we do everything like men we compete like men i said this on the r spot a few weeks ago i said most women want their boyfriend to act like their girlfriends you know chatting shopping but when the man comes home what they meet is another dude Mm. Now, when Ayala was here, I was silent because I had nothing to say about that situation. I'm not a woman. I don't identify as a woman. I don't have a hoo-ha, okay? I have a hee-hee, all right? (laughs) Are you sure? Um, Yes, you know? And so I'm just here to to listen to the phone calls. And, you know, I don't want to hear from nothing but women about this. I don't want to hear about... I don't want to hear from nobody with a penis. If you identify as a man, I don't want to hear from you. Hello, who's this? Shalisa. Hey, Shalisa. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think women are more masculine than feminine nowadays? Yes, I do, but it's not because we want to. I think it's because we have to. Like, I work with a big group of men, and when I tell you, I have argued with these men like women just to prove that, hey, you know, I'm a woman. They don't open doors, they don't lift anything heavy anymore. And let's not even get started about how a lot of them want you to come 50-50 in households. Like, why am I going to sit here and do all of that when I am already doing it on my own? Like, I don't need you to come in and do all of that. Like, it's stupid. Shalisa, let me ask you a question. Do you think part of this is because I I would say in the last, I would say maybe 10 years, everybody's been talking, everybody wants everything 50-50, women want the same amount as men, so it's kind of like, well, if you want the same amount, do the same amount. I don't look at it like that, but do you think maybe that's part of it? It could be part of it, but I'm going to say this, like, from where I come from, my grandma works, my grandfather works, but when she wanted to retire and start her business, my grandfather made sure that was possible. I have my other grandmother on my dad's side. I don't ever recall her working. Like, in my entire life, I don't recall her having a job. But things got done. I feel like they talk about they want these women to step back into these roles, but they're not doing what their grandfathers have done. And that was pay all the bills. Mm. Okay, thank you. I'm just listening. Okay, let's go to another call. I'm just listening to this. This trauma being spilled over this radio this morning. <laughs> Lola. <laughs> what up, though? What up, though, Detroit? So what do you think? You think women are more masculine and feminine? I think women have become more masculine because they've had to, not because we want to or because we choose to, but because we don't have men to lead us. And that's not, I'm not, there are some very good, strong men that lead their women. But in most cases, we have become masculine because we have to be, not because we want to be. Um, 
yeah, I don't think it's a choice anymore. So what? But, what but some, you know, it's interesting when people say that because it's like uh, a man shouldn't dictate how you how you move, right? Like, like just because a man isn't showing up the way he needs to show up doesn't mean you got to be more masculine, does it? Well, we we supposed to be a helpmate, and if, if we believe we're not. We don't have the person that we are supposed to be helping, then we got to carry the load on our own. Which mm. I think results in us becoming more masculine or feeling like we, we need to be in that position. No, I think we've done it because we have to, because we have to, not because we have a choice. Because oh. the men are lacking in oh. that area. I also wonder what the balance is, right? Because you got to have sacred masculine and you got to have divine feminine. Like they both exist in in both genders. So I wonder what that balance looks like. But what are you doing that you feel like is is masculine that you shouldn't be doing? Wearing right, God. You shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Taking out the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking out the trash, yeah. getting my oil changed, yeah. Um, taking my car to the car wash, yeah. Well, taking yeah. my car to get gas, things like that. That's, that's things like that. I'm not gonna lie, um, my, my dad definitely did that for my mom. My mom, I don't think ever been to a car wash, only a gas station if she had to. And I do the same thing for my wife. My wife does get car washes though. She'll go in if she if she has time. But yeah, my wife has never seen the inside of a of a place. And that's to get her, what I'm teaching my change. sons, like yeah, to be yeah. real men, like. Your wife get hit on the most at the gas station. You should never let your wife go to the gas station. That's what she don't get what hit on the most. What if she's driving and she's on E? <laughs> like, this, like, come on now. Some of this is ridiculous. You should let her get on E. Nah, that's, that's the truth. Because like, <laughs> like with my wife, when I, well, usually on the weekends, I take all my I take my wife's cars to get gas. I take my daughter's cars to get gas. What if she's driving during the week and she's on E? Also, let's reverse and, that. If a man cooks and a man cleans... Is that things that are uh, are regulated only to women? No, because there's plenty of single men out here who don't have nobody to cook for them yeah. and have nobody to clean for them. My Those are just basic the trash, necessities though. to survive. And they probably are a little more. They probably a little more in touch with their feminine side as well. Oh yeah, you right. And Lola, you're right. Not in a negative way, like a next no, but they probably more in touch with their feminine side. I, I, they I know did, how to. I think cooking chores and laundry. When, when I lived by myself, too. cooking and cleaning was just basic necessities you needed to survive. And Lola, you're right. And you, that's why you appreciate a woman more once you finally do get one because right. she's your helpmate and she usually takes on those type of responsibilities. Okay. And Lola, you're right. Yesterday, my wife went to the car wash to get her car clean. And you know what? Dudes what? was hollering. So that's the last time she going to that goddamn See, car wash. I'm going to I'm gonna wash you. her car every day for her. Just stay out that damn you car wash. take her car to get gas. <laughs> be jealous. Um, and be like, I want to get hollered at. I, I want to go to the man. car wash. I want dudes hollering at me. Dude, shut up, man. 800 585 Ayala Vazant, she was here earlier this morning and she was saying that women are more masculine today than feminine. Let's talk about it. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Get your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Ayanla Von Zahn. She was here earlier, and she was talking about uh, women being more masculine than feminine today. Let's I'm listen. just listening. I'm just listening. What is the distinction between feminine power and masculine power? And we've been conditioned and trained to be men in skirts. We do everything like men. We compete like men. I said this on the R Spot a few weeks ago. I said, most women want their boyfriend to act like their girlfriends. You know, chatting, shopping. But when the man comes home, what they meet is another dude. Mm. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just sitting here listening like I was sitting here listening when Ayanna Bonzon was talking because I'm not a woman and I don't identify as a woman. I have thoughts, but I would rather hear what women got to say. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This Angel from Detroit. Angel, what up, though? What up, though? You know what we talk about. I, I, I called in to get in on y'all, like, for real. Y'all know it's 2023. Of course we doing way more masculine work than feminine. Or it, using more, way more masculine energy than we working in our feminine. It has to stop. I'm going to need y'all to get out of these communities and rebuild these fellas. Okay? They done took over our clothes. They want to do everything we do. So now we got to do everything y'all supposed to be doing. Mm. I'm over it. Okay. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Ari D. Ari D. Good morning. Uh, what What do you think? You think women are more masculine than feminine? No, I think that depending on the situation, the woman's going to show her femininity. Like, if you're not giving enough energy where we feel the need to be soft and acceptable, then we're not going to be. We're going to be, I guess, more masculine. But all in all, not at all. True. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Hello, who's this? This is Sky Blue. Hey, good morning. We're asking, do you think uh, women are more masculine than feminine? Um, yes, they are tend to be more masculine. Um, I myself realized that I've been a lot more masculine than I was normally. And I feel like that's just because of hardship. Um, men today, at least the men that I've came across, have not been masculine themselves. So I find myself having to pick up what they're not doing. Mm-hmm. And I just find myself just being, you know, in your face. Right? I, I got it myself. I'm going to do it myself. Like, And I realized that I was masculine when I had finally had a daughter. And I realized there was something feminine about me. And I, I realized, like, maybe that was a problem in a lot of my relationships that I didn't know how to be just a woman oh. in a skirt. I was trying to be, you know, play the role of a man while still being a woman. And I feel like a lot of women are like that. Because not all men, but a lot of men around, they're not masculine anymore. So if a woman is with a man that's not presenting a safe environment where she can grow and flourish and be feminine, her masculine side is going to come out. Mm. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I blame Beyonce. Why you blame Beyonce? <laughs> we have a generation of women raised by Beyonce, you know, and I love Beyonce. Y'all know I'm a Pinky Smith Winfrey Knowles Carter, but Beyonce, you know, she told y'all to be independent women. All my ladies, independent, throw your hands up, man, all of that, you know, then it was all my single ladies, and then she went and got married on y'all ass, okay, and left y'all out here confused with no direction. What happened to the independent woman era? Somebody has to admit that being an independent woman is overrated, and the reason women were independent is because they had to be, okay, it was almost out of a, out of survival, all right, not because they wanted to be, I do know we have to find a balance though, because the world is never going to be what we need it to be until everyone has the right balance of sacred masculine and divine feminine, that's when the world is, uh, you know, going to be, be what we want it to be. Is that your moral of the story? That is definitely my moral of the story. Nobody, because nobody said that yet. Nobody has said, you know, uh, you know. Nobody's admitted in being an independent woman was overrated. Hmm. And by the way, being a single man is overrated. Like the only reason people want to be independent is because they feel like they have to be in that moment. But everybody wants a partner, bro. Everybody wants a partner that they can grow with. Everybody wants a partner that they feel protects them, provides for them. Everybody wants a partner that's gonna have their back, man. That's it. 
Like what Method Man said on all, all I Need. Rub me on my back, baby, and tell me everything will be okay. Everybody wants that. Say it with me. Stop, stop it. See, this is your problem. Y'all spent 15 years singing all them damn songs and telling the universe, y'all want to be a single lady? Oh, I'm a single lady. I had to dance down back and Forget all that. Tell the universe you want a partner, a man, okay? Men, tell the universe you want you a woman. Say it. We need more positive music. What's, what's the record that can bring people together, man? Huh? Uh. Cuff it. All right, all right, all right. Well, we got rumors on the way. We got to talk about XXX's son, Shion, and Takashi 69 He got into it in Florida. All right, well, let's get into the rumors right now. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Let's go. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. That's you know right. Crazy? It's time for the rumors, huh? It's time for rumor report, and we had somebody pop in to bring us some drugs. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I did not bring drugs. So, so I was like, oh yo, you, you might as well sit for the rumor report. That's so right. Flame when Roe was hell. Oh, hey, hey, Wake that ass up this morning. Mother is home. All right, so let's get into some of these reports. Now, Takashi 69 was brutally attacked in a Florida gym. Uh, they said he was in the spa, and they said a bunch of men came inside and whooped his ass. It was so bad that they had to rush him to the hospital in an ambulance. Oh, just the whole thought, 6ix9ine, a bunch of men. That sounds so graphic. <laughs> but you know they say snitches get stitches. It just took a minute, but because didn't he snitch? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Well, snitches get stitches. But six nine and a bunch of men. I'm I'm down for that party. What? Are, what was that at? <laughs> that that's his name. Uh, I know claim. what his name is, but six nine mean a whole lot of other things too. And I ain't talking about no height. But let me just listen. Hear me, hear me, hear me well. I hope he feels better. I hope he's okay. But you gotta you gotta know who to trick to. You and, gotta know who to tell on. And guys, I want you to know this is live. Flame Monroe, this is live. Flame Monroe just pulled up on us. Flame literally <laughs> just came here to bring drugs. Absolutely. I brought fans. I did not bring drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna be feeling good by the end of this show, though. Yeah. <laughs> Prayers for six nine. We hope you're okay. Keep your mouth shut, player. All right. Now, Jay Cole uh, talks about some of the things that uh, some nasty habits that he started as a young 
teen or young kid, I should I was, say. When I was six years old, I was smoking cigarettes regularly around That's the neighborhood. I was, How does that even happen? Like, just being around the neighborhood. And like, so you're like, six. I'm six. My, and the thing was, my, uh, my brother's four years older than me, almost four years older. And he's older ten, he's smoking too? No, that's the wild thing. He, he, it was just, I was always hanging around the older kids in the neighborhood that he was hanging around, and they were smoking. And I was young and fearless and, and, and trying to be cool, so it was like, it was, oh, y'all smoking? Like, let me see that. Mm. I need more context because J. Cole... Six years old sounds crazy. Yeah, but J. Cole don't have a lot of conversations. He don't do a lot of interviews. And, you know, the best clip that I'm hearing from this interview is him admitting he was a Marlboro man. Like, come on. There's got to be more to that interview than that, right? At six. Oh, my God. That's the clip they pulled for What us. kind of influence was that? Ooh, you, what else, you couldn't find nothing else to do at six. Wasn't no Barbie dolls. Wasn't no Tonka trucks. Wasn't no G.I. Joes. Look, G.I. Jane, G.I. Trans, something. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't G.I. Trans. Not back then. <laughs> not, not back then. Not back then. Uh, lastly, now, uh, have you been hearing what's going on with Tamar Braxton and Candy and SWV and Escape? I've seen all that, all that mess going on. I watched uh, Tamar make a whole live video talking about she saved and she a five-time Emmy-nominated journalist. Mm-hmm. Hosting a talk show does not make you a journalist. Let's start right there. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I am a big fan of Candy Burris because Candy is hood hustling gangster. I love me some candy. I hate the hunt. Tamar is going through all this, but this is what this is what we want. We want all of this drama and this confliction. We keep trying some black women need to bond. Black women need to grow together. But then you go public and say, "Oh, I'm ready to fight," and I ain't want. I'm a Christian. All the Christians want a humbug. Let me just say that. <laughs> all the Christians want to fight. They violent as hell. Let me just say it. But I hope they resolve that because Miss Candy don't look like she gonna have it. And you know, Miss Tamar then went after her sisters. So hey, but then the husband stepped in and somebody else then jumped in. Men need to stay out of women's business. I'm going to say that. Men need to stay out of women's business. If they're going to duke it out, let them duke it out. I want to see weeds flying, nails cracking, all of that. <laughs> Flame, you, br- you bring up a good point, though, because, you know, everybody always does talk about togetherness and how people need mm-hmm. to come together and tell it's reality TV. Right. When it's reality TV, people want drama. Yes. They think it's boring when it's when it's no drama. Yeah. Throw some heels across the room. I miss uh, Tammy, Tammy, Ro- Tammy Roman fought everybody. Tammy Roman fought Jesus. That damn Tammy Roman fought everybody. <laughs> Bring Tammy Roman back. I need the violence. Tammy ain't I'm, fighting no Tammy more. Tammy's Tammy's an she's evolved. Now. She's yeah, an actress. Tammy in movies and on Miss Pat's show. She has her own show. First of all, I love Miss Pat's show. And Tammy Roman ain't stretched far from where she was before. Because she cussed everybody out on that show. And I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Tammy said it's right there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, oh, it's right there. You, you push right it on the right edge. Right. Oh, yeah. She's definitely there. I hope they resolve that. But can't. Candy ain't backing down. I love Candy because Candy is a great businesswoman. She got a mind about making money. And Miss Candy gonna say what she got to say. And Miss Candy is still the number one TV star on that damn Housewives of uh, of Atlanta. Atlanta. She's been there since the beginning. Well, this is what happened. Tamar uh, clapped back at Candy, of course, on Shade Room after uh, uh, Candy said that the girls group booking fee allegedly tripled that of SWVs. Well, Tamar left a comment and said, imagine having the biggest ego for the most non-singing ass person in the entire music industry. By the way, stream my new song, Change, where I play I pay homage to the amazing SWV. Mm. Oh, you better get you better get that plug in, Tamar. I like Tamar. Tamar, I like a ball head though. Oh, cause ball head, she kinda <laughs> turned me on. It do something what? for me. Oh, what? she's thug and she ball head. You know that's my get down. That, oh my God. Tamar call me, girl. <laughs> I hope they don't get the fight. I don't know who gonna win because Tamar, like, if she take off all her hair, Candy ain't gonna have nothing to grab. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I mean, no, women grab hair. That's true. They grab hair first. Tamar, mm-hmm. you gonna, that's just like a slick leg. You just, 
Ain't nothing there until okay. I look thuggy. Yeah, I can tell you, I'm turned on right now. I'm sitting on myself. Good God, come on, where we at? <laughs> Flame, what are you doing? Oh, That's the rumor God. report. What are you doing in town? I was in. I came in town to do Sherry Shepard. I'm promoting. Uh, I had to do. A, he just sold the rights. I'm not going to get the star in the movie, but they wrote a character for me. So the, I did the Audible, hardest job I've had to do in years because I had to read somebody else's story. Yeah, right, right, but right. three hundred dollars an hour, with nine hours a day for eight days. I want to thank you for that silent, quiet money. Look at God. Oh, so Audible's get the great. book. Audible is a number two book of 2022. I think it's on the uh, uh, New York Times bestseller list. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, don't go nowhere. Slate is still here. And yeah, and next time Flame is uh, in town, Flame will be co-hosting on the, the Breakfast Club. How many days? Because yeah. I came for the job. I didn't come to fit in the seat. The seat already fit. I came for the gig. I know everybody else. And y'all had some good ones up here. Made me nervous. <laughs> I do favorite? fight girls. Who was your favorite? I don't have one favorite. I have four favorites. Okay, well, who are the four favorites? Not in order. Okay. I, I, I loved Claudia Jordan on Claudia. here. Mm -hmm. I should be here tomorrow. I love Jess Hilarious on here. Okay. Shout out to Jess. I absolutely... I know, I know y'all. I liked damn Ray J. I did. You like Ray J? I did. He was entertaining. Okay. It was right. funny. It was the last but one. But my favorite, because the woman who I aspire to look like one day, and I know it's a stretch, is that damn Lala Anthony. I love, love Lala. Lala Anthony. I love beautiful Lala Anthony. Lala, what you going for? Lala is what I'm going for. You got to get a new surgeon then. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's the rumor for it. We're gonna do the mix all young Dolph. Of course, we announced earlier I'm doing a car show in Memphis, the Love for the Streets car show with uh, uh Paper Route. That's the Young Dolph family, the Young Dolph estate. So we're bringing Young Dolph's 20 cars. We're bringing Key Glock's cars and a bunch of celebrity friends' cars as well. So get your tickets if you haven't got them. Tickets are 19 and if you want to put your car in the show, you want to be a sponsor or vendor, I'm calling all Memphis out. Memphis, come on out. DJ MV Car Show at Gmail. Hit us up, and we would love to get your cars in there. We would love to have you as vendors. Shout to K97, our station out in Memphis. We love you. Shout to Big Sue. Of course, all our sponsors, Lincoln Tech. Tina, I love you. Uh, Monster, Branson. Uh, and let's get to the mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Pick of the day is the Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new series, Michelle Obama discusses meeting life's challenges with Oprah, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and others. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash the light. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Flame Monroe is here. Just pulled up on us. Flame bought us drugs. Yes. Why did you Flame keep definitely did. <laughs> and Charlemagne already told me, do not take a full one, because if I take a full one, I'm going to be fun. Man, I'm this fly. no joke. <laughs> I didn't do it. It was the people, the nice people I met. They're called lovelies, because they make you feel lovely. If you ever want to play spades with the disciples, take a full one. Baby, you play cards all day. <laughs> play spades with the disciples. Damn. It will have you hiding three kites and four astronauts, and I love it. But, uh, I, I know this is just a tease, but uh, next time Flame is in town, Flame will definitely be here uh, co-hosting the Breakfast Club. We we actually got our schedules messed up this week, but I told y'all that person wasn't coming. You right. I told y'all, I told y'all, I, I told y'all. Right. Jason Lee was here Monday and Tuesday, but he was only supposed to be here, here Monday. Monday. Somebody else was supposed to be here Tuesday and Wednesday, but I told y'all she right. wasn't coming. When you right, you right. 
You right. So that could have been flame. That could have been flame. That should have been flame. I'm here now. She showed up. She always show up. There you go. There you go. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Flame Moreau just pulled up on us. Flame is here. That's right. And uh, like I said, next time Flame is in time, Flame will be co-hosting uh, on the Breakfast Club. When are you back in time? You know? Uh, as soon as y'all bring me in. No, I, I, I think in like two weeks because I'm doing Sherry Shepard's show. I'm actually doing that Comedy Corner. But I'll be here May 5th. Fifth and sixth at Yonkers Comedy Club. So if y'all want to do something around that time, oh that's perfect. Because I'll be oh, here that anyway. Week. Yeah, that week. Oh, you could do that week. Mm-hmm. Are we here that week? I don't know. We'll schedule. We'll see. We'll schedule it at the uh, before yeah. we leave. So get your tickets for Yonkers Comedy Club. But if you want to see me before then, I'm at Tommy T's April thirty first. Tommy T. I mean March thirty first and April first. Tommy T's Comedy Club in Pleasanton, California. Okay. Get your tickets on the website because I'm bringing the heat. I'm trying to get my one hour special. I may not get Chris Rock money, but I damn sure want to get close. That's right. right. And make sure you subscribe to the Laugh and Learn podcast. That's a Flame and Rose podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's politics. It's pimping. It's Preaching is prostitution. Oh, you! I cover all the P's. Jesus. It's like a PPP loan. Come get it. And I want to shout out to the uh, the city of Memphis who've been uh, purchasing tickets like crazy. I announced today that we're doing a car show in Memphis. I'm doing it in uh, collaboration with Paper Route, which is Young Dolph's label, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we're bringing out all the Young Dolph's fleet, his fleet of cars. Uh, we're bringing the Young Dolph Museum where you can see uh, some of his his jewelry, his clothes, how he started, and all that that they're bringing city to city. Also, we're bringing a uh, family fun so we're bringing rides for the kids jumpies gaming trucks and it's gonna be a lot of food it's gonna be a, a weekend of fun so that's sunday may 28th no school to work that monday because it's memorial weekend i know it's gonna be the closeout of memphis in may uh it's gonna be a lot of fun so if you haven't got your tickets get your tickets shout to k97 shout to lincoln tech monster branson uh spokes and vogues and all our sponsors we appreciate you guys Thing, and you just messed up. I was going to ask you if I could be like the, the girl walking around in my swimsuit holding up the numbers for the cars. <laughs> but you said kids. And I'm, 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 my, I'm not I'm not fooling with dragging kids. Okay. I'm, now, because that's a whole story. Y'all wait for me to come. I'll tell y'all all about it. Word. Because I'm going to break it down. I can't wait to hear that one. Mm. And, when, and you got something going down in Atlanta, right? Yes, April 22nd, Black Effect Podcast Festival, um, hosted by me and Jess Hilarious. Some of your favorite podcasts, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Big Facts Podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams. They'll all be there performing live. We got food. We got music. My man Louis V is providing the soundtrack. We got a business and podcasting panel uh, for everybody who wants to get in the podcasting game. Uh, my good sister, Dolly Bishop, the president of the Black Effect Podcast Network. She's on that, Shout along with some Dolly. other people. Salute to Dolly. And um, yeah, go get Get your tickets. Go to Eventbrite right now. And um, just thank you to everybody who's been buying tickets, man. If y'all keep buying tickets the way y'all buying tickets, we will sell out before April 22nd. So thank you. Go to Eventbrite.com right now. Go get your tickets. And for more information, go to BlackEffect.com. Now, the positive note is simply this. The older I get... The more I realize the value of staying low key, of cultivating your circle and only letting cer certain people in. OK, you can be open, honest and real while still understanding not everybody deserves a seat at your table. Mm, I like that. Can I have a positive note? Sure. Sure. On you. On you. Everybody needs looking for somebody to accept them and, and accept me, accept me. Acceptance is a blueprint that starts with you. Own you. When I am on stage and mm. I'm looking like the last woman, I own that girl. But when I'm digging deep in the hole of my choice, I own that player. I own me. Own you. Mm. Come on with it. There you go. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. 
even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a mm -hmm. hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 